So this goes slightly against what I usually like to do when it comes to TV shows, and that is I don't like to do every episode um, as it airs. I feel like that's just a waste of time. I feel like what you should do is you should do the entire season and talk about its buildup or whatever. Uh, I've done that with MCU shows. I've done that with other shows that I've spoken about here and other shows I plan on speaking about. But this show's a little different. Um, it's a spinoff to the American Horror Story universe. And it's called American Horror Stories, quote, <laughs> uh, quote, um, plural. Uh, so what this is is it's all these mini episodes that all connect to a different season in the American Horror Story timeline. But each each episode is meant to be a different story. So I feel comfortable talking about these first two that just premiered because this just came out yesterday. Um, I feel comfortable talking about that because I'm only going to be talking about what this story is meant to portray. So these first two episodes that premiered for it, and I think it's only meant to be seven episodes long. So each other episode is going to be based on a different season. And these first two are based on the first season Murder House. For those who aren't engaged in the American Horror Story lore, each season is based on a different uh, horror tale told in a fashion of various angles, like Roanoke is uh, first-person horror ghost story in a way. Then you have Asylum that takes place in an asylum with a lot of um, uh, alien-orientated and possession tales. They have Freak Show, which follows a, a sideshow freaks and actually having, like, human deformities and dealing with, you know, psychos in that sense. They have Coven that deals with witches and devils and voodoo and stuff like that. So each season kind of portrays a different story. So each of these episodes is meant to exist in one of those realms separate of what those stories in the seasons themselves gave us. So the first two episodes they gave us, again, is based on Murder House. So it takes place in the house the first season took place in. And the basis is that anybody murdered in that house, the house in some way, shape, or form is cursed. So your, your spirit gets stuck in that house and you become a ghost. And it's known to everybody. It builds up this reputation. And what was weird to me was that I wasn't sure throughout the first episode whether or not this was a prequel or if it was a sequel. And now a sequel is hard to me to, to grasp because for, for those who may not know, all of the universes set up in each individual American Horror Story season have all been connected. The most recent season, um, well, not even the most recent, uh, I want to say two seasons ago, uh, AHS Apocalypse, told us that basically all of these existed at the same time. Now, what they didn't involve is the season afterwards, which was American Horror Story 1984, which went back in time, which made sense because the, the year that the apocalypse took place in, I believe, was like 2019 and or 2017, whatever year that that show came out. And the premise of the season following that was, you know, 30 years in the past. So it was almost a prequel season in a way. And that's how they were able to make it work. I don't know what the 10th season coming up is meant to be about, but essentially Apocalypse was meant to kind of portray it as... I forget how Apocalypse ended too. I should watch that again. I think that, I think that was a great season. But I believe it ended in, in the sense where it's like the Apocalypse was voided, but something else happened that 
connected to another season as well. So it's still hard for me to grasp the idea of sequels to some of these stories because, again, I'm going off of the basis that the apocalypse happened. So I might be a little off in my understanding of how Apocalypse essentially left the universe. I might have to watch it again. It's been a couple of years, so I'm just going off of what this story gave me. and Or at least what the, these two episodes gave me. So now both episodes uh, called Rubber Woman and Rubber Woman Part 2 were essentially about a new family that moves in. Now, I thought it was an old family that moved in, and it was a prequel uh, story, because there was this tale in the first season where they talked about a gay couple that was killed in the house. And I might have been forgetting that wrong, because there's still some ghosts that pop up, but not the, the house is meant to be filled with a lot of spirits. And the only spirits you see are whatever new ones are killed, or one or two older ones that were killed. And you don't see, and granted, they might just be hiding because they don't care, or they might have not wanted to, you know, blow their load on the first two episodes and give you uh, a, 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 comeback, a comeback cameo from somebody from the first season. Which, to me, you know, that's, you should have given us at least one. There should have been at least one thing where maybe the dead psychiatrist was actually talking to, because they, they tease a lot of the idea that, oh... Uh, we, we brought in a psychiatrist. That psychiatrist was also murdered on in the house. So she's sitting there like, oh yeah, there's another psychiatrist here and we fight for time. So we like, I still want to do my job and this guy also wants to do his job. So it's basically talking about the father from the first season. But he doesn't pop up. And I feel like if he popped up, even for like five minutes, it would have been so much better. Um, even though it was good. I'm not going to say that it wasn't good. I just feel like when you're talking about shows that... Not, well, a show that's meant to be each episode portraying a different season. And you're talking about this season, probably the season that put the show on the map. Um, not having at least one character pop up is kind of a shame. It's kind of a missed opportunity. And if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sorry if I spoiled that for you, but they're still worth seeing. And you really don't get that it's a prequel or a sequel until the second episode where you finally learn, okay, it's a prequel. Oh, uh, no, no, it's a sequel. I'm sorry, it's a sequel. And you're like, okay, it's a sequel. So, when you get to the end of that story that they, is portrayed across these two episodes, that's meant to be it. So, the third episode that comes out is meant to be a whole brand new tale based on another season. And I'm probably going to do another breakdown for that one just to kind of see how it connects with the overall universe that it's meant to be set in. Uh, as far as Murder House is concerned, it does a good job of kind of building these characters you know it's a, it's a very upsetting story in a way and i guess that's what you're meant to do you meant to kind of feel sorry for the character in and of itself but with that being said it's good but it's just not what you were expecting because if you're engaged in this universe you wanted somebody from murder house like again if it was just the father or even just even just tate showing up if tate showed up and was just like uh, the character played by Evan Peters in the first season, if he just showed up and he said something really quirky just to, like, kind of get the, 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 the daughter motivated in some way, shape, or form, even that, just any anything to connect it besides some random dialogue spread out across the two episodes would have been more for me than just getting all these new ghosts involved and then not involving anybody else 
and maybe you couldn't get them, but the thing is, I've read they do have them. They have a lot of people lined up for the next couple episodes that they have coming out, where I think Sarah, a Sarah Paulson character is meant to um, make a uh, an appearance somewhere. I don't know in what uh, season it's meant to portray or what episode it's going to be, and maybe it is that uh, th- that unknown feeling that you get when you go into it, you're not knowing who you're going to get, but you still want to see the people that actually do connect it. And I feel like not seeing that was kind of upsetting. However, they were good. They they were both good episodes. And I'm looking forward to whatever the next one uh, is meant to portray and what that's meant to kind of tell us and build up in the, the, the other universes that they're meant to tell when it comes to the other American Horror Story seasons. And I think this is a great idea, and I hope they keep doing it. And it just builds this universe even more. I just, I, I just would like more of those characters to get portrayals. I just want more from those seasons to come over and have cameos in these episodes. And I hope the next couple of ones give us something. If they make up for it, you know, I'll eat my hat. If, if the next episodes make up for the lack of anybody from Murder House in these two episodes, I'll eat my hat. I'll say I was wrong. But I still feel like I'm right that this should have had at least one character from Murder House in it. Uh, and again, that might just be me, but they are worth it. And if you're an American Horror Story fan and you haven't given it a shot yet, or if you don't have a way to watch it because you don't have Hulu, I'm sure there's a way you can find that you can watch it. Wink, wink. But yeah, definitely give it a shot. Um, if you're an American Horror Story fan, it's totally worth it.